Hey, Chuck. Here we are at the Week Ahead podcast. Um, how's it going? How was last week for you? Last week was great. I was in Maine. I got to enjoy a couple of really nice cities in Maine, and we had some huge crowds, some really big turnouts. Uh, Jane LaFleur put on a, a great event on Thursday that included I, – I, not only did I get to talk there, but you had Joe Minicosi, and she just had a, a great lineup of local people too to kind of augment – what Joe and I were able to share. And then the evening before and Friday morning, I was in, and I called it Topsham last week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm still not going to be able to say it, but it's like Topsham, uh, some, okay. something, something, something where like there's certain letters that you don't say. And it's a way to discern like who actually is from there and who's not. So I, I'm clearly not. But uh, I was there Wednesday night. We had a really huge turnout and then a really good follow-up conversation Friday morning. Of course, I, I flew back and uh, we had our dream vacation in the Dells this weekend. So I'm kind of exhausted from climbing up and down water park slides with uh, little girls. But it's, it's fun. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, and that event in, uh, what was it, Brunswick? Yeah, in Maine? Br- Brunswick. That was like part of a series, right? Yeah, they've uh, they they do a really great job. It's called the Community Institute, and awesome. they yeah they do a they, they've done a really fantastic job bringing in speakers from around the country just to help shape the conversation in this area. And you know, while there's a lot of challenges, it's it's Maine, it's beautiful. Uh, the cities are fairly coherent, and you know they and historic, right? Yeah, well, absolutely, and they've got just a great base to kind of build off of in, in that part of the country. So yeah, I, I, I love going there because they, uh, they're, they're, they're very engaged and they also have a great starting spot. I mean, sometimes it's depressing to go West because Mm -hmm. there's not much there to start with. And, you know, even though people might be engaged and committed, it's a, it's a lot bigger challenge. Uh, when you go to the Northeast of the country, the cities we're pretty well developed by the time we got to tearing them down and there's enough that has still remained where you can, you know, build off of a really good base where in, in other parts of the country, you just don't have that often. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I would love to visit there sometime. Yeah, you should. It's well, and I'll tell you, my wife was a little bit upset with me, not upset, but maybe jealous is a better word. Cause on Thursday night, they took us out to a lobster place and Oh my gosh. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, <laughs> for us, lobster is like the prime luxury. I mean, I even wrote about <laughs> in a debate with Randall O'Toole on the blog a few years back about lobster. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like lobster versus hot dogs or something. Exactly. Tenders. Exactly. Well, and my point was like, cause he was arguing that suburban development is a preference. You know, the market prefers this and I'm like, well, I prefer lobster. But if I have to pay for lobster, I'm generally going to choose hot dogs because (laughs) I'm cheap. I I can't afford it. So when we went to this place, you know, my assumption was, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to order like a salad or something because (laughs) I can't like I can't spend that much money on lobster. And and I wasn't paying. The host was paying. And then uh, the host ordered lobster and everybody else ordered lobster. And I'm like, well, all right, maybe I can. So I I got to enjoy some main lobster and it was uh, Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. This week, you'll be in Austin, Texas, right? That's your only event. Yeah. But when you say only. Um, yeah, it'll be busy. Oh, right? my gosh. Yeah. I, this this one's been like circled 
in, you know, bright colors on my calendar for a while. Austin is one of these places that not only just is, is a really great place to be, but in terms of strong towns energy, we're, you know, we're off the map. And I think we have more members in Austin than any other city in the country, maybe besides Minneapolis. Uh, but Minneapolis got a little bit of a head start on Austin. Uh, we have a, a lineup of things. I mean, my gosh, I get off the plane tomorrow afternoon and we're already starting out with a, a member meetup tomorrow night. Uh, I'm speaking at the NACTO conference the next day. Uh, I, I'm going to be meeting with city officials. I'm going to be part of Better Streets Week. We're doing a curbside chat uh, in the afternoon on Thursday. So if you want, if you're from Austin or you're in the Austin area and you want to know more, go to our Go to strongtowns.org forward slash events and uh, all the information is right there. All the places I'm going to be and what we're going to be doing. It's going to be a full, a full 72 hours. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Cause like I said, there's a ton of strong towns energy in Austin right now. Cool. Yeah. And uh, our, one of our members, John Zimmerman is going to be doing a post on our blog later this week. That'll talk all about Austin and what's going on there and some of the events. So Look for that uh, tomorrow. Perfect. Okay. So speaking of the blog, Chuck, you wrote this morning about uh, the curbside chat, our next kind of segment of our booklet. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. One of the things we wanted to accomplish this year was to update the curbside chat companion book. I, I, I put together the booklet after about a year of curbside chats, and it was a good kind of leave behind uh, for people. Uh, the curbside chats, a, a lot of information, a, a lot of things that, that challenge people's core assumptions and worldviews. So it's, it's a lot to take in. And having the companion book was really helpful. But the chats evolved a ton since, uh, since those days. And uh, so one of our challenges for 2015 was to rewrite this booklet. And I, I got a good start at the beginning of the year, but then got back out on the road and uh, just have not gotten back to it. Um, now that we've got... Some people helping me. I've got you and and Jason and uh, a mm -hmm. bunch of other contributors and volunteers helping out. Uh, we are uh, circling back around now. And yeah, I, I wrote the third installment. The third installment's The Illusion of Wealth. And it talks about the trade-offs that cities make when they take on new growth and development. They get the growth in the short term and they take on these enormous long-term liabilities. The next chapter, the next... Uh, the next part is going to be the growth Ponzi scheme where we actually describe that. And then we're kind of off to the races with uh, rational responses and, and all the different stuff that we talk about in the chat. So yeah, I'm, I love getting back into this and I, I love working on this. And so, yeah, you can look for those. Hopefully I can do one every other week now from, from this point through the end of the year. Cool. And it's a good reminder of Grayson's, fantastic videos that she's put together for let's see we have three so far no we have four actually four so far okay. yeah yeah the next one the next the next video kind of goes with the the whole taco john's conversation so that will be a few posts from now but yeah and and just a secret um grayson's working on video number five as we speak Yay. so yeah no i know they're they really tell the curbside chat story in a, a nice concise Grayson kind of way, right? So it's, uh, it's mm -hmm. approachable and it's fun and it's eye opening. And yeah, I, I love being able to feature her videos. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, I want to jump in quickly to mention our newest members from last week. We have Dallas Campbell, who joins us from Oceanside, California. We have Lisa Horowitz from Haley, Idaho. Randy Garbin from Jenkintown, Pennsylvania. Benjamin Groff from Baltimore, Maryland. Kevin Howard from Austin, Texas. Uh, Jason Durand from Boise, Idaho. And we have Michael Lawyer from Washington, D.C. And Michael, I got to tell you, is the person who introduced me to Strong Towns many years ago. No so, way. Seriously? A special shout out to him. Yeah, I wouldn't be here without Michael. So. Wow. Well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate that very much. And thank you to all our new members. Appreciate you taking the time to sign up and become members. And uh, especially appreciate you sharing our message with other people. It's, uh, it's incredible. I really love the energy. Definitely. Uh, so Chuck, what have you been reading these days? Did you get any time to read while you're at the water park? Um, incredibly, I, I did get a little bit of time to read, you know, one of the great things about the the whole water park adventure is that the kids are, you know, drop dead by the end of the day. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I got off the plane and they were already there on Friday. So I drove over and met them and, uh, yeah, they were like, you know, decent time to bed Friday night and Saturday night. So I, I started a book. Uh, I, I finished my Hemingway uh, last week. Um, okay. My my opinion did not improve at all. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> and I, I I apologize to everyone who loves Hemingway. I mean, I realized that, like, I, you know, by me saying I I don't really in, I didn't really enjoy the book. Um, I don't know. I maybe I'm I'm categorizing myself for literature snobs, but I'm I'm I didn't enjoy it. I mean, I I didn't find it very redeeming. <laughs> I didn't like his okay. writing style, but uh, I, I switched, uh, I started two new books this week. I started one called the war of art, uh, mm-hmm. which is about, I, I, if I said it was about writer's block, that would be simplifying it a little too much, but it, it is about the challenges that creative people have in working creatively and getting through roadblocks and obstacles and different things that keep you from doing your creative work. And as I've read this book, I've, I've, I found, you know, and, and not to speak too highly of myself, but I, I found that like a lot of the things that people struggle with, I don't, um, you know, That's I've, good. yeah, I've been able to, to like to, what kind of stuff? Oh, just procrastination. I mean, being one or, uh, yeah. you know, I, I never, I mean, I've been writing this blog since late 2008 and I, I you know, my biggest problem is exhaustion, you know, just like going and then like, I can't keep my eyes open. I can't write anymore, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. it's, it's not from like a lack of things to write about or, or things that I'm passionate about or, you know, things that, um, those kind of things that I think plague a lot of people, my problem and, and the book hasn't really gotten into this yet, but I think it, I, I think it will at some point, you know, my problem is there's a level of, um, I don't want to say perfectionism because blogs, you, you, the, the great thing about a blog is that it fights my natural tendency to, to want to perfect everything because you have to publish and it has to go out. Right. So mm-hmm. there's an end time when like you just can't edit anymore and it's got to go. Um, and I will come in, like I've already edited today's post twice, okay. <laughs> but, but you know, at some point you have to let it go, right? Like it's out there and people will read it. Um, I have three, essentially complete books on my hard drive that I've not published because I like a, you know, a paranoid freak about having things right. And 
Once mm-hmm. you put it out there, it starts to age and it's not perfect. And, you know, you find mistakes and it dry, it's, 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 those things just drive me insane. And I'm, that's, I think my like war of art thing I need to get over is, yeah, I, you know, I'm sure Hemingway had other books that maybe I would like, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he obviously had a lot of, of, you know, failures before he had success. So I, I maybe need to get over some of that. I also started this book called, um, the, uh, the men who united the States. And I, I, I started it because it was recommended to me a couple of different places. And the author, Simon Winchester is one I've read before. And I kind of like him. I am totally not into this book. And I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm not finding anything like new and exciting. Um, I'm going to give it a little bit more of a chance and, and see if it evolves into something that's good, but it's, it's going to get like one or two more days with me and then I'm going to be done with it. Cause the life's just too short for books that don't uh, capture your heart and soul. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm glad you had some time to do reading uh, at the water park. I, I wonder, I don't think other people outside of like the Midwest go to water parks, but that was totally a part of my childhood too. Like Wisconsin Dells get in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's funny because we started going, um, it, it really wasn't part of mine, but we started going, uh, when Chloe, my oldest was, uh, just turned two. Um, so we went, my, it was, my cousin was actually going, he has two daughters. He was going with his daughters and invited us to come with. And so I, you know, we had this little tiny kid in uh, the little wading pool. I think she was actually one. Aww. I think she was actually one when we went the first time. So th- the, the great thing about it now, I mean, I have two daughters. My brother Brent goes with, he has two daughters. He, he started going, you know, a decade ago as well. So we go once a year. And I think the thing about it that I really enjoy more than anything is watching. It's, it's like a mile marker every year, uh, looking at how these these young girls have changed. You know, Chloe years ago was afraid of everything. I mean, she would go mm-hmm. in the little wading pool and that was it. And then one year she'll go on like the little kitty slides. And then the next year it was in the bigger pool, but she had to hold her and she had to have a life jacket on. And now she's going down like every slide by herself. Uh, doesn't need dad at all. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and so it's fun to watch because you see, you know, that's like snapshot once a year of just how much they've grown uh, over the last year. And, and mentally you can compare it to these other snapshots that you have in the past of where they've been, you know? So Aww. I kind of like, I, I enjoy, I, I think that's what I've come to enjoy more than anything else. Yeah. yeah and good exercise. And uh, well, you know, the good exercise though is offset by the fact that you eat like a, a Wisconsinite, <laughs> uh, you know, yep. you have a lot of cheese and a lot of uh, rich foods and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's offset a little bit by that. Let, let's, let's just say generously that, uh, water parks are not the collection of the healthiest people in society. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Okay. Um, so I think that wraps us up for this week. I wanted to mention really quickly that we've added some new events to the calendar. So everyone should check out strongtowns.org slash events. Um, and if we have your email address, you'll get an email if we're coming to your area soon. But um, just to put those on your calendar, um, especially we're coming to Minneapolis in a couple of weeks. So that should be fun. Yeah, we added uh, during uh, 
I had a, a, actually a cancellation or a postponement in November. And so we had a, a week that was open all of a sudden. And we said, well, let's, let's do something close to home. I mean, we, we, we really haven't for a while. So we rented uh Rapson hall at the university of Minnesota and we can fit 250 people in there. And I saw that we already had like 80 on Facebook that were confirmed. So yeah, that I, I've got a feeling we're going to pack this room again and that's going to be really crazy. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's I'm looking forward to that. It's fun to be doing something close to home. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, that, uh, wraps us up for this week and, uh, hope to see you on the blog and the rest of the podcast later this week. All right. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.